I am a wayfarer on the waking way just like you. Years ago, in a time of despair, I was given cause to consider my small place in the whole of creation. The old questions that have perplexed us for ages were haunting me as well. Why are we here? Must there be a reason for our existence? How do we balm our sufferings, enlighten our minds, and awaken our hearts? Are there powers, energies, and realities just beyond our ability to comprehend them? Like a new day rising, a fervor to understand these things illuminated my inner east. The discoveries along the way have been manifold, malleable, and colorful. Like a kaleidoscope, the teachings and practices I have gathered continue to shift and bend, imprinting on the textures of daily life just as it is. My ministry arrives in the form of sharing this extremely personal, varied, sacred, ordinary way with you. Let us traverse this landscape together as siblings. I pray you will join me for a time. I am your brother Oren, and this is my witness to the wisdom cry of the Dawn Deacon. Walking towards the east, the sky is a fiery pink and orange and almost greenish blue at dawn. I'm walking past or towards one of my favorite spaces where I get a good look at the rising light. I've seen it through a lot of seasons. Today is the day after the Thanksgiving holiday. It's nice and cold today. Low 40s. The air's dry, which I really enjoy. It's a rare thing in my part of the country. So when we get a dry, cool day, it's something to, at least I, it's something to go outside and feel on your skin and breathe in that air. It's not so heavy. The day before Thanksgiving holiday, I was wrapped up in plumbing issues. That normally wouldn't seem like a subject for a reflection but it really took all day because the truth of the matter is I'm not a plumber never claimed to be and growing up there were a lot of basic skills that weren't really passed on to me so it's been a learn as you go situation throughout most of my adult life sort of trial by error. I know that many of the older men in my life who are no longer with me 
in this life had a lot of skills and the truth is I wish I had learned more from each of them but that's not the way it worked out and so I do my best to figure things out as I go and even at almost 50 I'm still learning new things because it took all day from dawn to dark to repair the problem find and repair the problem had a lot of time in my own head to think about things and I woke up this morning and really reflected on it even more and found some value in it I'd like to share that with you so what happened my wife and I have a walk-in closet it's nothing fancy mind you but it is a larger space and it's connected to our restroom and shower and bath area I had noticed some wetness on the floor in the closet and made the assumption that she had walked through after a shower disregarded it well after a few days and it the wet spots moved I realized that either she was doing this a lot more often or something else was going on so I brought it up to her and she said it's funny because she had actually thought the same thing that I had walked through after a shower and so she went and looked and investigated around the closet and sure enough she found this incredibly large area where there was water all along the edge of the closet up into the wall and along the backside which married to an outside shop it had been doing it for a long time but because we had items sitting along the edge it hid those things from our view and so until it had migrated out into the walking area of the closet we hadn't known it was pretty pretty bad lots of mold mildew wet carpet ruined items and we knew it had to be in that area obviously because it wasn't anywhere else but we really didn't know where you see that part of our home is an add-on that someone had put in before they sold the home to us over 15 years ago so we really didn't know a lot about how they had retrofitted the plumbing so I spent the day trying to find this insidious leak I've spent the day crawling around the attic following pipes through walls tearing out walls 
following the pipes in the walls. Finally, we discovered that there was a bad or a failing seal to the lavatory in the wall. And it wasn't gushing. It was just a slow, not a slow, small, regular drip. For the amount of water that we discovered and damage, it had to have been dripping unseen for years. And it's only now that we see the damage underneath everything coming to the surface in the form of rot, mildew, mold, stains. There were a few precious items, not precious in monetary value, but precious spiritually and emotionally that were ruined. It's happened before and we are somewhat used to recovering from those types of things. You make the best out of it. But step one was to turn the water off. If you've ever worked on plumbing and it's in an area where there aren't shut off valves, then you know that you have to shut off your main valve. And so I did. And the work began. I'll spare you the details of the work, it's needless to say. After some minor demolition and purchases and repairs, the leak is now fixed. It stopped. I don't have to worry about that drip anymore. But what it got me thinking about especially at the times of the holidays are those little things inside me that are leaking or dripping. I'm not talking about literally, obviously. I'm talking about a metaphor for the insidious things that we don't know or we are unaware are inside of us. In investigating this drip that had caused so much damage, I was actually astounded. First at how hard it was to find into the rafters, into the attic, into dark spaces that I never go precariously mind you I've actually fallen through a ceiling before doing work in an attic long 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 ago and that experience has made me more cautious but tight dark spaces on unstable footing you have to be careful 
and no one wants to do it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to go there. And then, once you get there, the investigation begins. Pipe to pipe, angle to angle. Pipes running down into walls, into mystery spots, and turning spaces that you didn't know they were going to go. And sometimes you'd follow one, only to discover that it led to nowhere. And you start again, cautiously. As another part of the process was tearing out things that were not damaged to try to find the source. No one wants to tear out their walls, perfectly good walls at that, that have no damage. Tearing up things along the way, dismantling them, things that are solid and sound on yet another investigative discovery to find the source of a slow drip, a consistent drip, but that's what we have to do to find it, and the truth is, it's worth it. It's worth it because then you find it and you can look at it and assess it and do what needs to be done to stop it. This is something I feel like I've been doing inside myself for a very, very, very long time. Since at least that initial experience of awakening over 25 years ago and still even after all these years I find new drips in this holiday I sense them like a home I have cold spots inside myself drips in hidden spaces that truly are pooling. I see their effects at the holidays when I'm reminded of past pains that I haven't made peace with. Perhaps it's people. Perhaps there are individuals and conflicts that you know need to be healed need to stop those leaks inside there's no plan or course to take for that to happen it makes for a somber holiday truthfully I spent the morning being grateful considering all my blessings and then visited people I'd not seen in a long long time but 
there were drips that were revealed to me in reflecting on who I did visit. Drips that is pooling even now as I talk to you. People that I did not make the effort to see people I haven't made peace with am I ready to or am I willing to let the drips remain maybe patch them or put a basin under them to capture the drips subscribe to a never ending emptying after the water builds up mitigation but not repair And these are the leaks I know about. What about the ones even older? They go all the way back. The old pains. Or the ones that are so mysterious that we don't know where they began. Things that we inherited in the old house we purchased things that we won't investigate until there's trouble it's so easy you know in this world and this culture that we live in to toss the old thing aside and say I'm done with that give me something new give me something with modern appliances built with the materials of the age with every technology and then to think I'll never have a drip or a leak with this and I'm sure the old home builder thought the same thing at that time I don't know what advice is best for you but in seeking some wisdom on this through reflection, meditation, contemplation, and prayer, I find that for me, running to the new is not the solution. Live with the old and repair. It's interesting, actually this time of year last year I had a conversation with a man named John Walkman he had just published a book with his co-writer about the repair revolution and even though he was talking about objects and appliances and items homes vehicles there was a spiritual undertone to John's mission with the repair revolution of making things new, old things, finding new value and use, bringing them back together. You know, he was very, very adamant about saying the word repair, repairing, pairing again.
I took that and put it inside my heart when I heard him talk about it. And then, only three weeks after I spoke with him, John died of a heart attack last year at this time. And I suppose today, in contemplating the experiences of the old consistent hidden drip that caused so much damage when it finally bled through the surface of things and revealed itself, I suppose I'm advocating for the same thing as John. It would be easy to look at our home, older home, modified and patched, to say, let's move, let's sell it, let's get something new, let's build from the ground up. It'd be easy to look at our community that way, and I often do. Why try? Why repair? Why worry about anyone here when the powers truly just want to expand and grow? Why worry about the small piece of garbage in the park? Find a new one. Go somewhere else. But that is not in the spirit of repairing, is it? It's not in the spirit of investigation of the cold spots, the drafts, where they're coming from. And I think that's a part of me. Maybe it isn't for you. But even as I talk to you, I walk with a stick gifted to me from the stormwood tree after the hurricane. It could have rotted in the ground and yet now it keeps cadence as I come on my morning reflections at the Point Vierge at dawn. I pray on the acorns from the stormwood tree that would have easily been crushed underfoot as they fall on the path. Dust for another day. Food for squirrels. Crumbs. Giblets and bits. And yet this batch serves as a rope that pulls me out of despair and into prayer. And I suppose that is repair. These tools of discard made from discarded things draw me into the walls and the attics of my mind and my heart. Draw me closer to the pipes to listen for the drips. I want to dry those pools. I want to clean the mold, shine light into dark corners, but it's difficult work. 
And sometimes it's so hard to do alone, especially when you don't know who to share these things with, who wants to share pools of mold and mildew, who wants to share rotted boards. But oddly enough, it makes me think of the combo, the compost box my home and it's full of rot all the discarded things inside of it peels and eggshells and teas and coffees and carrots and clippings and in the dark and in the moist the rot returns to its nutrients and I'll be able to add it to the soil and grow things so Perhaps not all rot is bad rot, as long as we're using it. Suppose the lesson is to use whatever's in front of you, even these drips. Side note is to let life speak to you. Let the trials speak to you, the frustrating things. It would be easy for me to lie to you and tell you it is not frustrating to have to deal with problems with your abode. If you've ever dealt with them, then you know. Especially while preparing for a holiday. For holiday, we want to rest. We want to enjoy ourselves. We want to spend time with people we care about or just be at peace. Not deal with problems. But the truth is, problems don't know the date. The drips don't care that it's Thanksgiving. So, I encourage you today when you feel the drafts and the cold spots don't do like I do and let them blow at least do what you can hold out your hand in the dark feel for the coldness follow the draft and when you find it bring aid to it start with one maybe maybe all you can do with a drip is put a basin under it for now because you can't go on an expedition inside yourself to deal with the true repair that's needed but if you're going to do that just remember that you did it and that ultimately you will need to make that repair and make that peace I tell you this knowing full well that I too need to do those things if I can help you on your journey to make the repair I will.
it's within my ability to do so. And maybe just listening to this will encourage you. That's really all I can do so far away. It is close as the sound of this audio, I suppose. Encourage each other daily while it is still today. One of my favorite pieces of Christian scripture. I need encouragement even now at this age and I suppose I always will. It is not easy work to stay encouraged, to stay in courage. And I truly do believe that it is a courageous thing to investigate your attics and walls, especially those in your mind and heart. I do, as always, hope that this simple reflection is useful to you in some way. May all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May all be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all rejoice in the well-being of others. And may we all live in peace, free from greed and hatred. Brother Oren Parker is the producer and host of the Dawn Deacon and the Find the Good News podcast. As a licensed ecumenical minister, he practices universal spiritual accompaniment, offering a brother's ear to fellow seekers. Oren provides baptism, blessing, and union ceremonies, as well as tailored rituals to memorialize special occasions or blessings to sanctify personal spaces. Brother Oren also officiates weddings and funerals. For information or to contact Oren, visit findthegood.news or email oren at orenparker.com.